This weekend marks the start of the third edition of Super Rugby Opiki, and the elite level women's competition has been doubled in length. Sports journalist Jamie War joins us to discuss what the current state of women's rugby is on the eve of this important tournament. Um, what is the mood around Opiki this season and why is it so important? Yeah, kia ora Lisa, thanks for having me on. Uh, well, it's important because it really kind of feels like women's rugby in this country just kind of needs to grab a bit of the initiative back. We saw that fantastic uh, World Cup win um, a couple of years ago, but since then it just kind of feels like things have just been pulled out of the focus of the rugby public. Obviously the All Blacks had a very uh, dramatic year last year that dominated the headlines um, and so this is really a chance for women's rugby to be seen um, by a lot of people. They've put the games on at really family friendly time slots. They're hoping to get people through the gates um, and of course the other thing about this is that it means that the elite level players are getting uh, regular competition all the time and it's going to help bring up the standard of not just the, the players at the absolute top level but the ones be- below them um, and it's something that we had a chat with Ruby Tui uh, the other week, everyone knows and loves Ruby Tui uh, and this is what she had to say uh, about why this is so important. The thing I love the most is, as black friends, we're contracted throughout the year, so we come in and we're fit, you know, we're ready to kind of go, but you can see there's definite difference between the non-professional rugby players, but this year, you know, because of the, the resourcing and the, the support, I think especially here at the Chiefs, for everyone, we've all come in, everybody's ready. Yeah, so everybody's ready, and that's what uh, is hopefully going to be the case once the Black Ferns season starts, because they've had a whole run of uh, tests um, announced for later in the year, and you have to be honest, the Black Ferns just weren't very good last year. Uh, they they dropped two tests at home for the first time in their entire history, uh, and ended up coming a really disappointing fourth in the first edition of the WXV tournament. Um, the next edition of that is going to be held up in Canada later in the year, and so hopefully this season this team can really bounce back, and this is going to be the start of it. So two big games on tomorrow. We had the Chiefs Manawa opening against Hurricanes Power in Hamilton, and then down in Vicargo, uh, the Matatu, the defending champions, are uh, playing against the Blues women. So uh, those games are 2.30 and 4.30. Um, and you know, it's hoped that the season now doubled in length. We're going to be seeing a lot more eyeballs on the on this tournament. Speaking of eyeballs on tournaments, this other competition starts this weekend. It's the NRL, but it's kicking off in Las Vegas. What is rugby league doing in the Sin City? Is this about kind? Is this sort of like launching their own Formula One kind of <laughs> scenario? Well, there's a few there's a few reasons behind it. Um, the first thing is that rugby league has always seen its seen America as a natural pathway because of rugby league's similarities with American football. It's just essentially a much faster version of uh, the this type of football that Americans are used to. Uh, so it's kind of an easy sell. Um, the NRL did a video the other the other week with Russell Crowe explaining the rules, and he successfully managed to do it in, in five minutes. <laughs> Uh, which is a really it's it's a really important sell um, to someone who's never seen this game before, and um, and they did a great job of it. The the stadium that they're playing in was where the Super Bowl was hosted uh, a few weeks ago. Um, Taylor Swift, I'm, I don't think is going to be there, but it'd be cool if she was. Uh, but the main, actually, the main thing about this is that obviously Las Vegas is known for gambling. Um, the NRL hasn't admitted this, but it's quite obvious that they're trying to get. Uh, rugby league into American sports gamblers' minds because the, ma- the market there is absolutely massive. This is the first year of a five-year deal um, and apparently the Warriors are slated to go there next year. So if my boss is listening, yep, that's a trip I'd like to go on. <laughs> <laughs> are 
Oh, Jamie, before you go, there's a third topic here, but it's got a big black mark through it. What happened to the cricket, Jamie? Uh, <laughs> I'll leave that Felicity to talk to you about uh, because I'm still in mourning over what I've seen over the last oh, few hours. No, Jamie's it's, rubbing his eyes. It's not his going head well. It's not going well. Um, the Australians are doing an absolute number on the black at the moment. I think five wickets down the last time. I saw, and it looks like Cameron Green, who scored an ex- a magnificent 170, it must be said, 170 not out, looks like he's got more runs than the whole Black Caps team will, will get put together. You're, the expression on your face is gold. If only people can see you. He's off to weep in his soup. That is Jamie Wall, our sports journalist. Thank you, Jamie.